They just opened up on Saturday a three-digit number that somebody can call. You know how you can call 911, an emergency and stuff like that? If there's somebody who you know that wants to say goodbye to life, there's a three-digit number that they can call now. Yeah, it used to be a 10-digit number. I don't know about you. I can't remember all of that. But something as easy as 988, which is what went in place on Saturday, is going to get that help. It's actually like a mental health crisis um, hotline. Um, also, something uh, that they've added to this is if you're a veteran and you're dealing with this, as soon as you call 988 and it answers, you can press 1, and it gets you to very specialized help for veterans. That's good. Yeah. That's so great. That's something my son should know about. Yeah. My oldest, so that he can pass that on to his veteran friends. Right, exactly. And the more we share this number and share this information, I think the better. Uh, because when you're in the middle of a crisis, you've got to be able to to reach out as, as soon as possible and be able to get that help. 988. Yep. That's the three digits to remember. 988. And that is definitely going to help out a lot of people. 988. Rob and Liz. His morning crew. Heathrow is one of the busiest airports in all the world. And they had so many flights. There have been canceled flights all across the world over the last month and or so. And the luggage left behind? Oh Literally my. thousands. Goodness, yeah. Thousands. And, and just a thousand, I guess, from Delta at Heathrow Airport. Delta said, we got to do something about this. So they had canceled a flight. They couldn't put people on it. They but put all the luggage on it. They put a thousand pieces of luggage. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. Flew it back to the U.S. I guess the Louis Vuitton sat in first class. But anyway. What? <laughs> But they did. They sent it back to the States, took it to Chicago to get it back to people who were missing their luggage. I don't know how long they were missing their luggage, but I mean, even if it's a day or so, it can put a cramp in your style a little bit. Yeah. But, you but know, just for them to take an airplane, a normal airplane, not like, you know, UPS or something, not some cargo plane, but a normal plane with seats and all and load Everything jam-packed with a thousand pieces of luggage. Well, they tried. You know, they were like, look, we got to get the luggage back to the people. I think they did the right thing. Yeah. You know, I hate that they lost the luggage in the first place, but at least somebody had an idea. Hey, we've got a free plane. It doesn't have people on it uh, because, you know, you know, whatever happened. Yeah. But we got to get the luggage back to the people. I flew Delta last week. They were actually really good. You know, I think they've got some... The things happening in the news that people aren't really happy with any of the airlines right now. Um, but I had a good experience. Well, I'm glad she did. Yeah. She flew the friendlies guys. <laughs> Rob and Liz. His morning crew. Scott in the military, he said, I was on a flight from Chicago to Norfolk, Virginia, where he was stationed. And on the plane, they had a taxi for about two hours and they wouldn't let him land because of the fog. So anyway, it was just a long, long, long flight. When um, they were on their descent, the stewardess said, is there anyone that's going to be connecting um, to Virginia? And he held his hand up. She said, okay, at the end of the flight, she put him with a pilot, a co-pilot, a navigator that were going to be on that flight. They were the flight crew for his next leg. No way. So not well. only. Right. And he was the only one on the whole flight. They put him in an SUV along with the, the whole crew, <laughs> took him all the way around the airport and got him to his next flight and even upgraded his seat. Look at that. 
That'll never happen again. Ever. <laughs> Scott, that's pretty cool. <laughs> By the way, Scott, thank you for your service. Nice. That means so much to us. Oh, my. And we're hearing from Stephanie as well. What about you, Stephanie? We took a 53-day road trip across the country, and we saw lots of stuff. We started out by going south to Pensacola, and then we went over into New Orleans. Of the 53 days, we only had just a little bit of drizzling rain one day of out of 53 days, it was a fabulous trip. And it was drizzling rain, and then it stopped. And as we were going into Utah, across the salt flats, there was a double rainbow. I thought that was just amazing that we could see this double rainbow and saw both ends of it. Robin Liz, his morning crew. I had no idea that the dryer sheets that you have that make your clothes smell nice and fresh. Does it, like, make them fluffy and stuff, dryer it sheets? It does. I yeah. love dryer sheets. There's more use to a dryer sheet than just in the dryer. I had no idea. Yeah, you can dust with them. I, well, I didn't even know that. Yeah, I didn't either, but you can dust with them. Now, I have to say, I'd be a little concerned, especially if you have an antique. I don't know if I would, you know, put a dryer sheet on it. I'd, I'd be on your afraid. antique? Yeah, I'd be a little afraid. Like, do Why? Do part of it that maybe you can't see as much, just a little bit. Yeah. Do the whole side that faces the wall. No. If it looks horrible, <laughs> then do the rest. Not don't do the rest side. of it. Yeah. No. There's like deodorizers, so they you can put. Is this after you use the dryer sheet or before you use the dryer before sheet? Before you use the dryer. So sheet. you don't use it at all except for throwing it in the closet, so it smells pretty. Right. Or in a drawer. So a long time ago, long I remember my mom doing this. A little sachet she would put in her drawer, and it, when she would open the drawer for the clothes, instead of musty, it would smell like you know all these fragrance things and so the dryer sheet's going to work for that and evidently it's a bug repellent so i had no idea that you could use a dryer sheet as a bug repellent outside when you're doing the barbecue with the family do i have to put it on my skin because i don't feel like i want to do that or do i just tuck it down in like my shirt pocket you wear it on your head (laughs) hey i've done that before they've stuck to my pants before Uh, yeah right (laughs) robin liz his morning crew so Elena answers the door, and here's this teenager at the door with a purse in his hand. She's like, oh, okay, this is really interesting. He said, hey, listen, I just found this purse, and I looked at the ID that's on the inside, and this belongs to, like, an Elena. Does she live here? Because I want to give the purse back to her. Well, Melena and Elena were roommates at one time, and Elena moved out. Oh, how weird. Never, the names. never changed the ID or the address because that's where he got, you know, the information from on where to bring the purse to. Right. And so he gives the purse to her and then he takes off, just walks down the road and he's done. He's you know? just doing the right thing. He did the right thing. Okay. And so Melena calls her friend, her former roommate. It's like, hey, your purse is here. Some kid just dropped it off at the house. She's like, no way. And so what they wound up doing, because they were so touched, is starting started a GoFundMe page for this one guy that he had no idea who he was. They didn't even know? They found him on Facebook because oh. they posted the ring camera video that they had, yeah. the doorbell thing. They found who he was and then raised an award for him, a reward for him. Oh, that's so good. 15000 bucks. What? Oh, I thought... For a 17-year-old who did the right thing. I thought you were going to say 500 or something, which would have been, you know, ridiculous, incredible, but $15,000. $15,000 raised on the GoFundMe page just to say thank you. And this kid, he did not even, right, leave his name. He didn't leave any information. 
He was not looking for a reward. He was just trying to get it back to who it belonged to. Yeah, it's like somebody lost their purse. She's going to want it. That's There's the all this cash and credit cards and stuff in oh, there. That's the best because right? when you lose something like that, I mean, your heart just drops because not only the things that you've lost, but now I got to get a new license and I got to go to the DMV and I got to do all these things. Wow, he was her superhero. Yeah, and the community was like, this is great. Let's give him a reward for doing the right thing. Fifteen grand for that. Rob and Liz. His morning crew. Evidently, Mama Liz has a hack for you that in case you ever find yourself in this kind of situation, then you have a a, a, a hack for this. Uh, it's Robin Liz. His radio. Um, just in case, you know, you may be headed off to the beach this weekend and you're going to be somewhere where humpback whales are going to be. They could swallow you. <laughs> and I do have a hack if you get swallowed by a humpback whale. That's very interesting. Yep. I've never thought that would ever happen. That's only like a Jonah experience. But if you're going to be like Jonah, well, here you go. You know, you just never know if you're out there snorkeling, deep water fishing, something like that. So here's the deal with humpback whales. The way they eat, it's not because they're so large. It's not like they can kind of look and see a fish that they like to have and they swim over and sort of, you know, they have to take in a ton of water, and that's how they get enough food to feed themselves, to sustain themselves. And if you're swimming, maybe, possibly, you get sucked in there, too. It's a very rare thing. Please know, this is not going to happen when you're at the beach this weekend. I promise it's, you. It's not. Like, I, there was a guy that I, I had heard of somewhere off, like, Gloucester something like that lobster fisherman and he did get find himself inside okay so belly. what's the hack now i'm curious well the hack is just sort of move around a lot and make a lot of noise because they don't want you in there have you ever swallowed a bee have you ever i have that's that Rob. would be a, a no <laughs> that i have just does not happen for me i have and so the bee is like and kind of moving around in there and you immediately open your mouth but you said swallow Right. They, well, they don't get you in their stomach when they swat because you're, you're too big that you can't fit down in their tummy. We're talking about a bee. You just said bee. I know, but a humpback Didn't, whale. Did Liz not say bee? No, but a she humpback whale. Okay. Humpback whale. They can't get you in their tummy. So you're going to be in their throat. You're going to be in their mouth. This, I'm scared now. <laughs> Don't be scared. I apologize for your kids going off to vacation Bible school this Listen, morning. Listen, it's not going to happen. Okay, thank you. I feel it's, much better. It is not going to happen. But I love that somebody said... If it were to happen, <laughs> just make a lot of noise and go, hey, I'm in here. And then it'll spit you on on shore three days later. <laughs> Robin Liz, his morning crew. I don't know how we all existed before emojis. His morning crew with Rob and Liz, his radio. And how it seems to be really important to people. I don't know if you heard about this one guy that worked for a cafe, but he was fired because he didn't use emojis in his texts. Ooh, that's harsh. And then he took them to court and got like $5,300. Well, I mean, it. come on. So in text, is that a part of their business? No, no, he just didn't do it. So I guess the supervisor fired him over it. And so it's like, well, okay. But I'm I'm learning still. Like Liz, her love language is emojis and texts. And she's <laughs> seriously, and, oh, and there's rules. So first she thought I was mad at her when well, yeah. I first started texting her. Uh, so then I learned how to do emojis. And if I forget emojis, I'll go, happy emoji here. I'll literally, I'll say that in my text. Happy emoji here. Yeah. 
or they're a bunch of randoms. And I can never, ever, 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 ever use a thumbs up. No, ever. Now, why? Because it just is very just curt to me. Just sort of, <laughs> yeah, great, awesome. You know, but it's sarcastic. That's the way I interpret it. Really? I don't like. She replies as yep sometimes. And I'm going, with no emoji. Oh, really? You, Yeah, she will. She'll reply with the word, yep, <laughs> exclamation point. <laughs> exclamation point. That means, yep. Huh? Yeah. To me, that's a very, um, <laughs> yep. Okay. Is it not? <laughs> Explain what that means. Like, I'm happy. I'm, I'm, that's I'm happy. That's a happy reply? Like, if you were to say, could you do this for me? And I say, yep. With an exclamation point, then I'm all in. You're happy to do it. Yeah. But there's no emoji. No, but the exclamation point. Punctuation is also, you know, I don't need a period at the end of a sentence. That's not what I'm saying. But I need I need a question mark. I need a, an exclamation point. I need some something that tells me what you're thinking. Yep. Rob and Liz. His morning crew. Sam is a lamb. The day he was born, he's a newborn, little, little, tiny, little, cute little lamb. He was being transported to his new home, and he fell out of the slats of the truck going down the highway. And he hit the road, and he hurt his little legs. In fact, they got broken. And he even um, fractured his skull. So, I mean, for a newborn little lammy, I mean, that that's pretty tragic. That's pretty serious. But they nursed him back to health. That's so good. He learned how to walk. He had little casts on. They were so cute. One was wrapped in blue. One was wrapped in pink. Um, but he learned to walk. And he is doing well. He now has been um, adopted by a family, and he's joining some other lambs, and he is living his best life in the country. Good for that. Sam the Lamb. It does sound like a children's story. It d- Sam the Lamb that was nursed back to health. I, it right? should be a story. Someone needs to write this all out, uh, you know, just embellish a little bit to make it bigger and more fantastical and... It'll be good. Yeah, we'll show this on his radio TV because it is such the precious little guy. He oh he right? is. And to know how his life started and now look where he is today. Exactly. Robin Liz, his morning crew. So Liz and I had the opportunity and my son Eli to drive around with the Outlander on Saturday and went all over the place. And it was so much fun. And as we were driving down this one interstate, all of a sudden. The back window rolled up in the car next to us, (laughs) and they're waving, and a phone comes out and is capturing the QR code that's on the side of the Outlander so that they can get 15 points to win. Yeah, I'm so glad it was the person in the back seat (laughs) that was trying to get the QR code going down the interstate, but they had smiles on their faces, so you know, in that moment, they're like, that car is mine, Yeah, I'm going to win. And I know who they are because I remembered the time of day that it happened. And that was the only entry at that time of day because that was the time we were driving down the interstate in this one particular area that Joseph and his family entered to win. So, Joseph, we hope you win. Mm, Yes. (laughs) And please promise me you'll never do that again. Just the person in the back seat. That's okay. (laughs) Well, still, hanging out the window. Well, yeah. Hanging out the window like like your puppy dog. Could have hit a bump. That would have been bad. Car, I mean, the phone would have went all over the place. <gasps> oh, yeah. I didn't think about Semi phone. could have ran over the phone. Crunch. That would have been you know? bad. So we care about your phone. We do. And you. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
Outlander is going to be out tomorrow. Reedville Road in Spartanburg. It's going to be a tropical grill. That's where Harlan's going to have the Fun Patrol tomorrow afternoon. And then in North Carolina coming up this weekend, you'll see all that online. You want to get an entry now. Not wait for the 15 entries when you see the car. Text the word car right now to 800-447-7234. You could win that Outlander.